Hello, and welcome to the Let's Talk Attachments podcast. My name is Jessica De Silva, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and an attachment coach helping adults end their unhealthy dating patterns and create stronger, secure relationships. Attachment theory gives us insight into how we currently experience love through understanding our earlier attachment dynamics. I created this podcast as a safe space to share stories and insights on different aspects aspects of attachment so that you can better understand how this manifests in your own life. My only request is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, everybody. So I'm doing something a little bit different on the podcast. Usually I'll have different experts come on and share, you know, tips and strategies for developing more security within our relationships. However, I wanted to include the stories and personal journeys of people from all backgrounds and experiences as a way to spread hope and optimism within this community, right? You don't have to be a coach or a therapist to experience healthier relationships. Anyone can become more securely attached if they have the drive and the will to do so. So today on the podcast, we have Zahira Evitt. She actually commented on one of my posts on Instagram a few months back, and I invited her to come on the podcast and share her story with you um, about having an anxious attachment style and how she's overcome so many of her insecurities, all while being in a long distance relationship. So if you're in a long distance relationship yourself, or you have an unconventional relationship dynamic, this episode is for you. And again, please listen with an open heart and an open mind. So hello, Zahira. Today, um, well, I just totally messed that up. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to roll with it. Today on the podcast, we have Zahira. Um, and, yay. and she actually commented on one of my Instagram posts a while back where I talked about attachment styles and long distance. Um, and I just really liked your comment and the fact that, you know, you've kind of been in this long distance dynamic for a while now, you know, and having this attachment style, I know that you mentioned you have more of like the anxious attachment style. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm happy to have you on and just kind of share your experience and your story with, Um, with the long distance and, you know, the challenges that come with having the insecure attachment style and just kind of how you've moved through that and navigated this experience. I know that there's a lot of people that, you know, just want to hear these stories, like they Mm. just want to know what are other people experiencing. So thank you so much for coming on. (laughs) Thank you for having me and inviting me. (laughs) Yay. So, um, so yeah, so tell us, Tell us a little bit about your attachment style and where did you learn about attachment theory? Where did you learn about this? Um, Well, I, if I had to put myself in a category, as you mentioned, I probably would go more for the anxious one. Um, And I probably would say I didn't really come more into familiarity with the attachment styles just as a, like, I don't know, just popped like that or something I came more from a background of more like a therapy side because that's kind of what I'm studying uh, but more so from just emotional intelligence generally Mm. and um, 
for me, the first thing that clicked was that I had a fear of abandonment. Mm. Um, so that's how then I could, you know, yeah. um, familiarize myself with the, you know, anxiety sort of attachment style that you mm-hmm. talk about on your page. <laughs> um, oh. So, yes, I was like, ah, yeah. You know, when I see your post, it's like, yep, yep, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I've oh. probably been through all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how did it feel to kind of have something to, because obviously, you know, I don't like to see attachment styles as something we categorize ourselves into. It's mm. so multidimensional and multifaceted. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how did you feel, you know, reading through some of those posts and being like, whoa, this is, wow, I'm not the only one that that's experiencing these things. You know, how was that? Um, interesting. Well, I mean, everyone's always looking for a connection, aren't they? I mean, that's what everyone wants. No one wants to feel alone. Everyone wants to feel a connection. So having things in common just makes you feel like, oh, okay, I belong I'm not alien you know that sort of feeling I mean it's like yeah I know people have different experiences but yeah it is just nice and liberating sometimes to just talk about something that you're going through and having someone understand and being able to empathize with that and especially if you've gone through something or someone else has gone through that Mm -hmm. and reached the other side of it then that's even more better in that sense as well so it's it's all very positive you know um being connected in that way with other people but then also knowing that you know what it's not always going to be that way or things Mm -hmm. will get better you know all that sort of thing so yeah it's just nice to be connected totally totally and you said that you're studying psychology right now I'm studying well it's like hypnotherapy and specializing in rapid transformational therapy Um, yeah so rather than being sat down with a therapist and just talking for months or years or whatever the goal is to have the less clients the better (laughs) you know you want to be helping people and treat them quick (laughs) you know not not prolong their suffering you know get to the root cause point it out work on it and yeah and use hypnotherapy uh, to help get to the root cause quicker. Oh my yeah. gosh, I love I love hypnotherapy. Love it, love it, love it. Um, Helps me sleep. Put it that way. <laughs> oh man, it's tremendous with so many things. Especially if you want that shortcut to start reprogramming the subconscious mm. mind. Hypnotherapy. That's it. That's yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about. And I know we're just kind of diving diving deep into the, your relationship here but right, okay. um, tell me about this long distance and and are you married right now because I know you guys have been together for six years six years that's right that's right that's right okay that's right. okay <laughs> so how did the long distance come to be curious um well we met in let's just say halfway from where we both live <laughs> at a fitness event Mm -hmm. um, because both of us are into health and fitness and stuff so yeah we met in a place called Birmingham and I happen to be from the north of the country and he's from the south of the country (laughs) and I guess yeah I mean we've talked about 
living together um and then we've been looking at properties and it was more of a case of okay I was going to be moving down south and then mm. the whole lockdown thing happened and you know I did have papers ready for a house and then they decided to pull out um of moving in general because of all this stuff and yeah that it just you know what things happen so quickly you just don't even realize where time goes I'd probably say it was probably like a year into the relationship that even the idea of moving in together was going round and then before you know it like four years went down the line and now you know after five years that then I got pregnant and then I decided to definitely put moving on hold for full stop so it completely has gone out my head right now um yeah because there's just so much to do obviously with the baby and stuff yeah um, and, and yeah it's just yeah I don't even know how it happened it's just been <laughs> so quick <laughs> wow and so you guys obviously had this connection at this event yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um that was undeniable yeah absolutely. really in what yeah. how can you tell me a little bit about the connection and how it yeah tell me a little bit about the connection okay well it's it's a bit of a funny story okay so <laughs> I definitely believe we were meant to be meeting at some point either way um so I used to work in a you know nine-to-five job and I was planning a team meeting with the girls we were all girls on this team and I thought you know what let's do something fun and um, basically I saw a flyer for let's say male entertainment um, show <laughs> well female entertainment <laughs> but with males uh-huh. and I saw this super hot guy on there and I was like oh wow okay this fine specimen is um <laughs> next level I'd love to meet him <laughs> so anyways we went to the show funny enough we didn't see him there and then I realized why because obviously they had several venues at different mm-hmm. locations and he was at the south one I went to the north one anyways so that was one thing so he stayed on my mind when I saw him on this flyer and um, then I was also training uh, at the gym with my friend who's a personal trainer and I was, I'm a personal trainer as well and we decided together then to go to this fitness event mm. and around that time I then discovered Instagram and joined Instagram and I was looking at this event you know the body power it's called and funny enough I then saw him on Instagram <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, there is that hot guy from the flyer. (laughs) And I saw that he was also going to the events that me and my friend were going to. So I did write a comment on there saying, I will be attending. I will see you there. (laughs) So I popped by where he was going to be. And yeah, it was I just remember it like it was yesterday, literally. I just went over. He wasn't to be seen. He was at the back. And the next minute, he just opened the door and he popped his little head and he went, hey, you. 
and obviously he recognized me from the comment oh. and and I must admit that it was just it was love at first sight I'm not gonna lie it was it really was oh. you know I can tell you there you know looking back now we both knew there like when we talked about it um you know our first meeting I just wanted to hold his hand mm. and it just felt like home and then he also said that when he first met me he just didn't want to let me go at all and then since that day we were just talking every day and yeah it's wow. just been amazing <laughs> oh my goodness that's so cool <laughs> Oh, that's so special. I love to hear those, those stories of, you know, love at first sight. Um, it's cause there's so many different ways to interpret that, you know, sometimes mm. it's like that lust at first sight, sometimes, yeah. you know, or the limerence at first sight. Um, but there are actually those experiences that, you know, those like soul connections. I totally believe in that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have felt lost at first sight one yeah. one time before that I was like oh wow this guy's hot but what was interesting my gut told me that his energy wasn't good like my first thought was like oh he's he's a bit of a showing off peacock though you know he's not got good personality so I've had you know oh yeah he's hot obviously I think lots of people feel that but with my partner it was just so different like I say it was it is a feeling of returning home it's like it, he just felt like home to me like oh, instantly and I just knew I knew straight away who was special straight oh, away my God. Yeah. wow so so having your um you know more of like this anxious attachment style mm. how was it for you in terms of because with the anxious attachment style we can get hooked real quickly right very <laughs> strongly um how like did you have any challenges with that in terms of leaving and and parting and going home your separate ways like how was that in the beginning for you I think at the beginning it was even quite scary to get involved with him um because be just before I met him I'd been single just for a little bit and I wanted to carry on being single because I felt like I finally had found myself and my happiness before I met him uh, prior to that I wasn't in a good place probably mentally and, and whatever else so mm -hmm. I think he came into my life at the right time when I didn't want anyone I did I wasn't looking for anyone prior to him I was always searching for people but anyways I'm digressing yeah. now no yeah <laughs> that's, that's interesting by the way I like that too. <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I was very scared to get into it because I thought you know what I'm finally happy by myself uh, the thing I was most scared of was having someone else coming in and ruining my happiness mm -hmm. um so yeah that made me anxious going into a relationship to begin with mm -hmm. and yeah I'd probably say I do remember one conversation I had with him a few months in probably about maybe four months in because I was realizing okay I want to hear from this person every day. I'm quite conscious of the phone going, you know, I'm missing him. Mm. And I could see myself, you know, really, really falling for this guy. And I did ask him, I was like, okay, I need to ask you. I was like, um, I 
I like, have I come into your life and I don't know mess things up or was like or do we really want to you know go forward with this and it, are we going to do this sort of thing and then he's like you know yeah let's let's dive in and let's go for it um and yeah and the biggest thing obviously in long distance is communication yeah. I mean that is definitely the key element for us and obviously we've had a lot of up and downs but the communication mm -hmm. has been absolutely necessary to understand each other to stay connected and yeah just we have to talk about everything absolutely everything <laughs> yes um, yeah so it's interesting um and that's what's really cool too about you know being able to maintain a long distance relationship is knowing what your needs are because it sounds like you guys are good at kind of meeting each other's needs so that you feel secure in the relationship because when you don't have that trust and you're not getting some mm. emotional needs met it can feel very very triggering um yeah. with the long distance added to it oh my goodness you know <laughs> so it, it sounds like you guys do a really good job in um meeting each other's needs relationships yeah yeah I think the more growing we've done the better we've obviously got at that um yeah <laughs> I'm thinking about some scenarios that we've been through <laughs> my gosh do you want yeah, to talk I'm... about one of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah I probably and you know what social media is a big thing as well you know social media did come into it at the very beginning of the relationship and you know we had to talk about that as well like okay so like for him it's like you know he's always said like Instagram is purely business yeah. you know whatever you see on there is what you he wants to portray it's never personal and blah 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 you know so when there's like comments likes dms that sort of thing I mean he's a hot man yeah I mean it's got to be expected yeah. and to be honest I think if you don't like my man then you're nuts as well <laughs> So it's kind of I like have to one see of those. your man, Zahira. I gotta see your man. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, I'll show you what he looks like. Okay. But you know, it's one of those where, okay, I expect you to like my man. Yeah. If you don't like my man, I think you're nuts. But if you try it on with my man, I'm also going to be mad at you. You know, it's 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 a bit of a strange one. It's like, why don't you fancy my man? Why aren't you trying it on? It's like, what's wrong with you? But at the same time, I don't want you to. Right. But, so, anyways, we um. Yeah, there has been some strange women, you know, that have been on his account and then have stalked my account because they can obviously click on that. We're involved. We don't obviously post a lot of personal stuff on Instagram. A lot of people wouldn't even know we're together, if I'm, if I'm honest. But, mm -hmm. you know, some people have looked between the lines and think like, oh, hang on a minute, these two, you know, a bit right. close. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, I've, we have had some nut jobs, not going to lie yeah um yeah being on my account his account things like that and we've had to talk about it and as, and as well I've gone a lot of feelings and energy from women especially ones that he's come into connection personally no not just from you know online I don't really care that much if it's just online or foreign country but when they're face to face as well I can really sense people's yeah. energy so I'm okay with some you know most women that are I can see that are genuine and they've got good energy about them. And there has been a couple which have thought, 
no, there's, there's something just not quite right about this one. And, you know, I don't mind, you know, male-female relationships. I think most of the time they don't work out well simply because one of them isn't platonic. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and that's the discussions that we've had to have with a couple of people. I'm like, you know, I don't I respect who you want to be friends with as like but I can tell you now from a woman's point of view and being able to understand women I can tell the little innuendos and little signs here and there that which he might not see at all but I do so I'm like look I can see this lady's not platonic on her side if you even give a slight thing I like she's going to pounce on you as I know it (laughs) so we've had to have those conversations you know and even recently you know with me you know being a therapist he's expressed his concerns as well like oh what if you're going to meet someone more interesting than me <laughs> you know talking to all these different therapists you know things like that so sharing our fears as well you know has brought us even more together and at the same time it shows that we both care about one another just as much you know and it's not just all one-sided like oh my imagination might go a bit wild or something it happens to him as well you know we're in it together (laughs) totally totally and I'm glad that you mentioned that because as humans right like we're gonna have these experiences um Mm -hmm. and to try to control someone's experience or assume that they can't have those experiences is just so unrealistic, right? And it's gonna Mm. cause so much problem to you. So I love the fact that you guys are very um, accepting of each Mm. other and accepting of each other's worlds, but Mm. there's communication about, and a lot of transparency about like what is- 100%, 100%, 100%. And that's it, that's it. Like you say, transparency, it's got to be all out. (laughs) All out in the open. And that's how we went into the relationship as well, to be honest. Like you know when you first start dating someone and you're like oh I need to put my makeup on and put my dress clothes on and put all this you know fireworks and all this lot we didn't do that at all nothing and that's how we both went into the relationship we I don't know what it was but we were just both so honest from the very beginning telling each other just all our worsts you know yeah and and it could be anything like oh I don't know whatever you want to talk about I was like oh yeah I'm going you know when you even talk about rude things like oh I'm going to go to the toilet and yeah you know let one off in front of each other or whatever (laughs) you know it's been dirty raw just honest transparent from the beginning in every way Wow. Which is interesting you say that because, so then you must've been doing a lot of inner work before because going into totally authentic, that's very much more secure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. And I think that's what, that's, was it, you know, I just thought to myself, you know what, in the next relationship that I have, you know, obviously before I met him in my mind, I was like, I'm just going to be myself. I was like, and they're going to just going to take it or leave it. And it's either yes. going to work or not. And I'm not changing. And, and that was it. And 
six years down the line, we're still here. So it and worked. You got, that you theory got worked. Hottie, you got the hottie patati <laughs> by being your authentic self. You didn't Oof. have to try to like. I got a massive upgrade. You have no idea. <laughs> well, that is such a cool story. I really <laughs> like that. Uh, it's been an incredible journey really I mean we've both grown insanely we are unrecognizable to when we first even got together if I'm honest really 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 different I think we've got to the point where uh, you know even when you're talking about needs it's like we've come to the point where we have no expectations of each other Mm. none you know I can't be expecting him to be coming down here or me going down there or him acting in the same way that I would act to something or him thinking the same as I would do you know I can't rely on him for anything in that sense um yeah it's having literally no demands or expectations of another and just love him and him me for just who we are You know, it's like if you're going to be taking away, say, your compliments, gifts, you know, effort, all of that. If you can take all of that away and then still love the person, it's like can a lot of people say that they would actually still love that person if they just stripped it all away. And that's where we've the point where we've got to. It's like we have to fulfill ourselves completely and then just be accepting of our partners and choosing to have them just be on the journey along with us you know it's like we're both individuals on this journey but we have decided to choose each other to share the path Mm. together and that's where we've got to and it's very very different from where we started very different wow and that's so important like that is key 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 to create um like to create realistic expectations for Mm for your partner, for yourself, for the relationship, um, because then you can actually enjoy the process. That's it. That's it. That's perfectly said. Rather than need them, just enjoy them. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. I don't need him. He knows that. Although to his ego and as well to my ego, we want to be needed. Absolutely. I want to be needed. I want to be wanted. Well, that's my ego. But technically speaking, the best feeling out there is just freedom and love. So that's what we give each other. It's like, he knows I don't need him. I'm fully aware he doesn't need me, Mm -hmm. but we just choose each other every day. And that's it. And that's the best, that's the best gift. And I'm so, I'm so curious to know, because I I don't have kids yet. Right. So I don't know Mm. know if I'm ever going to have kids to be quite honest, but (laughs) um, when that gets put into the picture, right mm. and it's not just your needs anymore now it's like all right now I got a <laughs> who has needs <laughs> like yeah. what how does how do you guys navigate that experience oh, that's very interesting as well and you know Celestia that's our daughter she definitely mm-hmm. came at a good point in our lives and in our growth of our relationship I'm glad she's come at the obviously five years down the line for sure and um, because he you know he didn't attend say like the hospital appointments he wasn't there he didn't make it for the birth because she popped out so quickly as well yeah. um so yeah if it was anyone else 
I don't think they would have been able to cope in that sense. If we didn't have the mindset that we do, I, yeah, it probably would not have worked out. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I do have another daughter. Obviously, this is my this is my second, and he has children from previous relationships as well. Um, so how can I describe this? I mean, he comes when he can. Yeah, obviously to spend time with his family and and that's and that's his best you know if that's what he's gonna do and he's doing his best and he feels good about that then then that's it you know I've coped with one child on my own before so I wasn't worried about having a second child and having to bring her up most of the time Mm -hmm. on my own physically you know and I think with my partner you know although you know he might be missing the firsts of you know first time she does this or first time she does that or or whatever however um that's not really our priority or what's most important to him as a father either you know Mm. for him it's like although those are beautiful little moments we're gonna hardly remember those but he wants to obviously just be there for her and help her grow again as you know a beautiful woman um so yeah that and those are conversations again that that we've yeah. had to have you know yeah that's mm-hmm. so fascinating it's so so fascinating these different relationship dynamics that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast because we're not used to hearing about these different dynamics right everything you see on social media is about like togetherness and it, 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 you like, so for instance, with me and my partner, right. My fiance yeah. right now we're living separately. Is that yeah. normal to most people? No, yeah. they're like, why are you guys, you see two places, but you're you get, like, no one gets it. Um, mm. actually people are starting to warm up to the idea a little bit, but, um, you know, we both have very different needs in, in a lot of yeah. ways. Um, I have a lot of need for space and individuality. I like to be by the, the ocean, my partner mm. likes to be by the mountains. He works a lot. He travels a lot. Um, and so like you, I did a lot of inner work, you know, prior yeah. to this relationship where I was able to meet a lot of my needs where it's like, I don't need you, but I want you and I love mm-hmm. you and you bring so much good to this relationship that cool, let's make this work. Um, yeah you know, but it's not the traditional kind of Mm. relationship. Um, and yeah, so I just really like hearing, I like hearing how confident you are in this relationship that you're in. You know Mm. what I mean? It's, it's nice to hear that. Yeah. I, I think that's, you know, um, important to realize that how we're brought up you know we're brought up thinking it's very black and white and you know oh yeah you meet you get married you live happily ever after oh my god we could sue Disney over these these things (laughs) it's like (laughs) no I can't (laughs) no yeah and you know what it's it's exploring the gray area because hardly anything is black and white and just because something is seen as normal it's like what what is normal normal just seems to be the common thing but doesn't make it right it's like nah it's and you know neither me or my partner have been sheep you know we're not uh we're very much individuals so Mm -hmm. and and that's it it's like 
we don't expect people to understand it. Mm. They don't have to understand it. It's us that are in the relationship. And as long as we get it, we're happy. Then that's it, you know. Right. <laughs> that's what matters. Well, you know, we, it does feel like we're in our own little bubble and our forever honeymoon. That's what it feels like. It feels like a never-ending honeymoon. It's great. That's so cool. That's so cool. And it does feel like a honeymoon. I feel like some of the distance, there's a lot of benefits from the distance as well, because yeah, you're just, you know, anticipating to see the person again, when you see them, it's like, you get those highs, um, you know, our texts every day is like, I miss you. I can't, it's like, there's just so much emotion every day, you know, um, it's beautiful. I love it. Um, not that, you know, we have plans in the future, obviously to like spend way more time together, but right now Mm. we're in a a phase where it requires this distance, Mm. but, um, there's a lot of benefits to the long distance as well. But Mm. I love that you mentioned, um, you know, it's really that you have those core needs that have to get met. So if there wasn't Mm. transparency, if there wasn't communication, um, it wouldn't be able to work is what you're saying, but because you have those, it's, fulfilling absolutely yeah I mean we both accept we have different love languages as well mm-hmm. um I mean for him communication is a love language for sure mm-hmm. and obviously me as well I love hearing what I mean to him you know and it's nice getting mm-hmm. that reassurance as well so yeah communication you know it's like I'm a gift giver he doesn't necessarily want gifts but I give him because I like gifts mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and like that's it. you know and that's the thing we we understand you know we have taught and that's another thing we've talked about love language Mm -hmm. you know we've asked each other that question like okay so what is your love language like what shows you love and how can I show you love you know because there's no point me giving him a ton of gifts thinking oh this is me showing him love because that's how I would you know do it um to him it's like you know, you're just giving me these. It's <laughs> like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a little excited magpie, you know, with yeah. all these, you know, shiny things. Like you know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, eh. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's something that, you know, you need to talk about it. Yeah. Especially long distance. It's so important to really know each other. And that's the beautiful thing as well. We've really got to know each other, mm. you know, and we've talked on the phone for like four hours, five hours at a time. Sometimes yeah. it's incredible. Wow. Yeah. The quality time that the quality time. And that's what my partner says too. It's like, it's the quality time that's important because you can live mm. with someone and not spend any quality time with them. Oh yeah, absolutely. You yeah, know, absolutely. I mean, I was with my uh, first daughter's father. We lived together for a very short period of time, um, maybe even six months. We broke up when she was 10 months old. I'm not going to go too much into that, <laughs> but <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> but yeah, I was living with a person. He was right there and I'd never felt so lonely in my life. It was horrible. It was horrible. It's a horrible, horrible relationship. It feels um, worse. It feels yeah, absolutely. Yeah. and you feel yeah. lonely in that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely better to be alone than in bad company. That one, definitely, for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. So I'm curious, um, for those because I know with you know, anxious attachments, especially learning to meet your own needs is really, really important important process of becoming more mm-hmm. secure. 
how do you meet your needs? What does that look like for you to meet your needs outside of that romantic relationship, outside of wanting your partner to meet those needs for you? How do you do that for yourself? Mm. For me, it started before I met him Mm -hmm. and I'd made a list of things that I enjoyed and I just did it. Everything that was on that list, everything that I was enjoying, do it. Everything that takes away your happiness, don't do it. (laughs) And that's kind of how it still goes. You know, I can't be putting my life on hold because I feel like that's what, you know, some people do, including myself. I've done it before. Thinking, oh, I'm going to put my life on hold and wait for this to happen or just do it with my partner only. Because, you know, I get those moments where I'd like to be doing this with my partner. But you know what? It's like I can't be waiting around for for whatever. So Mm. I just need to do what it is I want to do Mm. Um, and not wait. Just just go for it, (laughs) you know, and just enjoy your own company. I've been to the cinema by myself watching a film. Um, you know, booked a holiday. I've been on holiday by myself with the girls, um, without my partner, and th- and that's the thing, really. Just got to do it. <laughs> um, you know, DIY. <laughs> what? You know, I can't rely on anyone else, and that's that's the thing you need to realize. It's all within you already, anyway. Mm. Um, I think when we constantly outsourcing happiness that's when you're going to be more and more miserable if you keep trying to outsource yeah um so yeah that's what I do and you know sometimes even if I do get a a moment what I I do check in with myself a lot Mm -hmm. you know if I'm having some you know thoughts which aren't exactly too positive just sit with that and say right okay why is this happening what's triggered me I do, I talk with myself a lot. I say, okay, what's triggered me? Where's it come from? What's the root? And yeah, go through that and then, you know, change it the way you're thinking. Or like I do as well, I just talk with my partner about it. Yeah. Now, like a couple of days, I had a question for him, just popped up to my head. It wasn't the most pleasant question or whatever. But I was like, boo, right? This has just popped in my head what's the true story because that's the thing is is you've got to realize you're telling yourself a false story yeah so if I you know let my imagination go wild it can go into god knows a horror movie (laughs) but you know just talk to my partner about it gives me the true answer and done it's settled it's gone and I think that's another thing as well just deal with it as soon as it pops up rather than just let it go and hoping it goes away and just bottling stuff up because that's the worst thing you can do. But it's never going to go. <laughs> it doesn't. You need to actually work on it. Yeah. So, I yeah. love that you challenge it. So the, the insecurity pops up. And instead of impulsively reacting on it, you sit with it for a little bit. Mm. And you challenge it and you talk. I love to talk to myself as well. I will always yeah. talk myself through things or journal it out. Um a question that I like to ask myself always is, okay, Jess, is this the truth or is this just my insecurity? Right. Exactly. Cause I know my insecure attachment style. I know the thoughts, the feelings and behaviors that come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So having that insight is really important. And then, and then you say, if it's still kind of weighing on you, then you'll talk about it. Like if you haven't been able to kind of meet that yeah. of reassurance on your own, okay, then I'm going to talk to my partner about yeah. it as soon that's as it. That's it. That's it. So that's where we are now. Obviously prior to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like you say, I would have reacted and just blown up yeah. straight away. You know, freaked out of a freak show, you know, yes. it's so overly dramatic because that's how we did start the relationship. You know, I I wasn't like this from the very beginning. I was only 27 when we first met. Mm-hmm. I think our brains only uh, mature once we reach 25. Oh. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah I was still very young, very immature. So, yeah, we had we did have a, a couple of blow ups when we first, you know, got together for sure. You know, there was a bit of a drama going on. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm glad we went through it because it's a lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And here we are now. Yeah. So definitely check in. <laughs> definitely check in with myself a lot. Have a lot of self-awareness mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and in terms of meeting your own needs, love that you were just, you wrote a list. You just wrote mm-hmm. a list. You heard this guys, write a list of everything you wanted to do. I did the same exact thing too, by the way, before this relationship, I, I think I maybe wrote a list, maybe, but I was just yeah. like, I want to do photography. Mm. I want to, um, I want like every weekend I want to go on like a car ride and check out a different place. I want to, I don't start a business, a jewelry business. I just did so many things that I wanted to do. And I realized, wow, this is like fulfilling a lot of stuff for me, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, because when you don't have anything, of course, you're going to latch onto the thing closest to you that gives you some mm. type of pleasure. Right. Yeah, so it's like, you have to, yes, you have to, f- f- um, fill your life with passions and things that you enjoy. And, um, it really does fill a lot of that void. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Thing is, it's like, as well, if you're not in a relationship already, or even if you are in a relationship, it's like, what are you bringing to the table? Right. If you're not doing anything, what are you going to talk about? Uh, what are you going to learn together? What are you going to, how are you going to grow if you're not doing anything? Yeah. So it, it's so important for both of us to be doing something. And then when we're talking, when we're meeting up, we've got actually something to really exactly. talk about. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think on the, first, <laughs> the second date or something that I went on with my partner, I brought my camera because it, it was like, when I was single, I just traveled everywhere with my camera. It was my attachment. Mm. I was attached to my <laughs> camera, which was good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, we went on this date, we went on a hike or something and I had my camera and it was such a beautiful experience because we were together but then I kind of ventured off to like take photos mm-hmm. and I would look back and he was just like on the hammock, kind of just watching me. <laughs> and it was this beautiful experience of like, wow, this is cool. Like we're together, mm-hmm. but we're like such individuals in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And, and I think we really fell in love with each other in that moment. We were like, okay, this feels good. This feels great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I love that you said that. I love that you mentioned that because there's a lot of beauty in that experience of just being so grounded in who you are and coming together, you know, as yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so any final words? I mean, I just love how transparent you were. <laughs> I really love it. Um, just this like a radical approach to, to relationships. It's so great. Um, any final words for 
specifically anxious attachment styles who are in a long distance relationship and, you know, want to make it work and want to find some harmony in that experience. I think acceptance is important. Acceptance of yourself and also with your partner. Because I don't think I could have done this with a partner who didn't accept me and who I didn't trust and, and, and who we can be vulnerable with. I think that's the, that's the key, really. It's like, you know, when I met my partner, we, he gives me the safe mm. place to open up. You know, prior to the, him, if anything was wrong, I'd just go silent. And that would be my thing, just go quiet and not talk yeah. for days. Um, so what I've learned is definitely not bottling up. Yeah. Don't be scared to talk. Also, <laughs> not talk when you're highly emotional. Yeah. You know, because you'll regret the splurting out everything. Just really slow it down. Mm. So definitely when you're triggered, just slow down. Just take a breathe. Breath work. Absolutely breath work. <laughs> just take a breath, slow it down. Talk respectfully with your partner. And also check in with your energies, like with my energy, with my partner's energy. Sometimes even if I want to unload, mm. I check in with him and say, how is your energy right mm. now? Like, am I okay to offload to you? <sighs> like, are you currently overflowing with energy you know so that I'm not taking from him you know because we're very mindful of of each other's energy as well in that in that way um so yeah just really go within I, yeah. I think that that's, you need to really go within when you're feeling anxious and just sit calmly with it mm. and just understand where it's coming from like really try go back because it's all rooted from somewhere you're not this way for the sake of it it's not just happened yeah. you know mine goes back it does go back to childhood um and as soon as I had the understanding of why you know this has been happening you can then start breaking the pattern because that's all it is it is a pattern it is a reaction yeah. uh, and you want to be creating rather than reacting Mm. um so yeah just a lot of emotional intelligence and self-study self-awareness that's that's needed <laughs> for sure yeah, for wow sure. so well put so well put and and the self-control there and like I hear just so much respect like respect mm. for your energy respect for their energy and their space and I love that question too, you know, because we don't, I mean, I have to practice doing this more too. And then a little bit more mindful, but actually asking, hey, can you hold space for yeah, what I'm about absolutely. to share with you right now? Like we don't do that. We don't do yeah, that enough. Absolutely. Because I think that's so important as well, because if they're not ready for it, whatever yeah. you're bringing to them, their reaction could be overwhelming rather than calm and collective. And that's the thing, when you're in long distance, communication is so key because that's the only thing you have at that moment in time 
if there's a miscommunication, your relationship could just be done, you know. Uh, And I'd probably say stay away from text. (laughs) (laughs) Stay away from text. (laughs) Yeah, if you're going to talk, at least do FaceTime, especially if it's an important conversation, FaceTime or the voice, you know, because we rely so much on like body language, tone of voice. Stay away from text. Like That's that. for sure. I like that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, thank you so much again for coming on and just sharing your wisdom, sharing your wisdom and your story and um, this this perspective to to the community. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, honestly, I could have talked forever. Girl, I know. And um, we'll have to check out your, your partner's Instagram page because now I'm oh. sure everyone's curious. So maybe I'll add it in the show notes. We'll see. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you are ready to begin shifting your own attachment patterns, you can learn more about my digital courses and my one-on-one attachment coaching package via the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a positive rating. Your support means so much to me.